0: This is Corolla Digital.
1: Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or allisonrosen.com.
2: Introducing a breakthrough in cat litter from Arm & Hammer.
1: Arm & Hammer clump and seal is totally different than what I've used before. Even after seven days, it was odor-free, There was some sort of sealing magic happening.
2: Only clump and seal forms a tight seal around odor and destroys it with unique Arm & Hammer odor eliminators and baking soda for a seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. I've tried every product.
1: This is really pretty remarkable.
2: New clump and seal cat litter. Seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. Look on the package for $3 off.
1: This episode is brought to you by LegalZoom.com. Visit LegalZoom.com to save on your legal needs like wills for $69, LLCs for $99 plus filing fees, and also get access to a network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter discount code Allison for more savings at LegalZoom. That's discount code Allison. Hello, my little deep dish pizza slices. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. You guys should know I gave the carb to Jenna right before we started for safekeeping because I saw her and I said to her very intensely deep dish pizza slices. That's the carb. I'm going to forget it. I can't retain carbs in my head. So if I turn to you, tell me. And then right before the show, she turned to me to make sure that I knew it.
3: So thank you very much. I got nervous because I realized the song is already playing. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you space out for a second? For a second, yeah. It's, it's a weird pressure that happens. <laughs> I feel like this is a real just me or everyone, but actually it's just me and now you, which right. is the minute the song starts. Goodbye, car. Anyway, Scary. we're all here except for one of us. Hello, Gary. Hello, Allison. Hello, Chris.
0: Boom. <laughs> what up, boss?
1: And hello, Jenna. Hi. So Matt- In case you deduce that Matt's the one who's missing. He'll be here any moment, I think. We were about to start, and then apparently he said to Gary, start without me, because he's having some kind of of disaster in his office, and by that I just mean a meeting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great. But here's my question. What was his tone when he said, start without me? Was it like, oh shit, start without me?
0: It was frazzled. Uh Uh-oh. Okay.
1: As long as it wasn't like... I'm having such a good time, I'll meet up with you guys. No. I'm having such a good time with this meeting I'm having right
0: now. No, it was, <laughs> I can see I'm holding four other people up, and I'm not going to be finished imminently, so get going. That's I think he's considerate thoughtful. of the fact that this is the the end of all of our days. Did you ask if he was busy when you went to get him? Because he doesn't like that. I did not. <laughs> I've, you know, when I when you live and work with him, you get to, uh, you get more trained into the yeah, things he does You can read like. him a little bit better. Yeah, I just... I never ask him if he's busy.
1: You know what I bet he does like?
0: What does he like?
1: Pleasing his girlfriend for Valentine's (laughs) Day. (laughs) That was a perfect segue that came off a little bit saltier than I would have hoped. But you know what he should get his...
0: (laughs) I just want an isolation of pleasing his girlfriend.
1: (laughs) Exactly. You could do that. You know how to do that.
0: Yes, I do. You know how to isolate
1: that. Um, Anyway, you know what I recommend for Valentine's Day? Pro flowers. They're so beautiful and you can't forget Valentine's Day. That's like as as big as forgetting her birthday. Or at least it's up there. And hey, I say get pro flowers for your significant other or just get them for yourself. I currently have beautiful pro flowers roses sitting on my dresser at home, and they are making my whole room happier, and they're making me happier. You guys can get one dozen assorted roses with a, with a free glass vase or vase, depending how you feel like saying it, for just ninety nine. Or you can double the roses that's two dozen roses and add a premium vase for just nine ninety nine more. Uh, Pro Flowers is quick, easy, and delivery on Valentine's Day is guaranteed. You can't beat the price or convenience, and they really are they're so beautiful that I keep looking at them, thinking. Maybe I should just get bunches of pro flowers for the centerpieces for my wedding because uh they're affordable and they're beautiful and they're colorful you guys should get proflowers. Here's the only way to get this special Valentine's Day deal of one dozen assorted roses with a free glass vase for 19.99 or upgrade to two dozen with a premium vase for just 9.99 more. Here's what you do. Go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the top right corner and type in best friend. That's proflowers.com, click on the microphone and type in best friend, order now. This deal expires soon. Okay.
2: All right, speaking of pleasing Matt's girlfriend, <laughs> um, I I've I'm I i am i do not know why but for the, la- for the past couple of years, I've been I've been bothered by the double entendre it, or not even so much a double entendre of pleasing his girlfriend. But I mean, there's always something sexual. Yeah. The connotation. Yeah. So like now these days, especially with the English language, I can't say pleasing without somebody say-
1: thinking that you mean it's sexual. Yeah. Like, and I don't. Chikawawa. I wrote a list of
2: other words that I can't say anymore that I'm upset oh. that I can't talk about. Did Fasten you, your seatbelts, fans. Did
1: you just write this list right now? Yes. I felt like I was being long winded. OK.
2: Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a fast writer. Wet. I can't I can't say wet anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or moist. Wet moist? or moist both right. are horrible. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. I can't say inches. Like <laughs> Nope. Oh, that that thing <laughs> is 6 inches long. Yeah. That's what she said. Right. I can't say I can't say anything in inches. Um erect? Mm-hmm. Uh suck?
1: Right? Makes sense.
2: Big? Like <laughs> big? oh, that's big. Uh, that that is that looks really big. No, I can't. Yeah, it
3: sounds say. sexual. Is yeah. that because of the phrase that's what she says?
2: Mo- mostly it is because of that's what okay. she said, which – which. Stop looking at me. <laughs> Gary does it a lot. That's all.
1: Yeah. Well, and, it bugs Chris. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak anymore. So wait. Everything is a double entendre. You
1: avoid bugging Matt, but you delight in bugging Chris? That's
0: different. As I said, every
2: time Gary sees me, if I turn the corner and he's there, he will nod or he will shake his head. Disapprovingly. Yeah. Even if I didn't do anything, just because I'm breathing.
1: It's negative reinforcement, unlike the positive reinforcement that I get via smoothie or hard candy. <laughs> the slow clap.
2: You lost that.
1: I know. You're just now, getting a clap now. Yeah, now I just get the I haven't seen the clap in a while. I haven't been it's to the studio. You haven't earned it in
2: a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounded sexual. <laughs> it kind of did. It was the way you said it, though. Yeah.
3: Earned it. Yeah,
1: I don't know. You know, the was weird that... thing is that when discussing sex, how often do people ever actually talk about pleasing? You know,
3: never. Like, like I, I were feel weird. Pleased,
2: <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> or, when I say, uh, or my my pleasure. Like when, when people say, oh, uh, it is great to meet you. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure you- was on my. I don't say my pleasure after that, but um, what? How can how can I? Thank you for the great meal. Oh, my pleasure. No you one feel say like anything. Just sexual? let him keep digging. Okay. When I say pleasure, yeah, I feel weird saying it because of the word pleasure.
0: It might be in your head.
2: I think that. I think I'm partially to blame for this
0: because I fuck with you so much on everything you say. That's, that's the new game. That's <laughs> nothing new about it.
1: <laughs> so uh, Gary and I were in Chicago and then Buffalo. It was very cold, but it wasn't as cold as we were expecting, actually, so that was nice. And uh, something happened to me on stage, the second show in Chicago, which has never happened to me ever in the entire time that I have performed on stages, which is I had to pee in the middle, well, was kind of near the end of the performance. Heard that. It started, yeah, you heard it because I, I said into the microphone, this has never happened to me, but I have to pee so bad I'm going to die, and all this talk about genitals is just making it worse, so carry <laughs> on without me. And then I, Bob Bryan has done it twice, so like the, the seal he has. Been, yeah. I don't remember. Um, In one show, not really. <laughs> he, one time I was there, and I don't, I he told me he had done it twice. Um, I don't remember the other time though. But so it, so there is a precedent a little bit. But what happened was I realized pretty early in the show. Uh oh, I feel like I need to pee, and I did that. This is a is it, it this is only going to make sense to women. But do you have that thing where you kind of like tense your muscles and like yeah. a shit. Maybe that's what a pee shiver is. You like tense your muscles and you feel like a weird shiver go up you and you're like, "Oh, that means I really need to pee." Totally. I wonder what that is. I wonder if you're sloshing your bladder around <laughs> or something. So anyway, I thought, "Oh boy, I'll just like really get into what I'm talking about and really like lock into what Adam's saying and then I won't I won't be thinking about how I need to pee." Cuz that was yeah. really early in the show. And these are like hour and a half shows. And it just progressively was getting worse. I Usually I sit in the chair and I have my legs my leg crossed, but I, that was so uncomfortable that I like scooted to the edge of the chair and was like just barely leaning on the edge of the chair sitting there, which is a really unflattering way to be sitting, but I was just trying not to die. And then I began to feel really like hot and feverish and I couldn't concentrate on anything Adam was saying and I felt, so, like, I felt like I might just pass out. I felt like if you were looking at me, my eyes would be filling up with yellow. So anyway, I did it, and it was fine, but the next night, I couldn't – I like, I'm. I, I feel like my body has betrayed me in such a fundamental way. <laughs> I don't trust myself anymore. Now, right. I do think what happened is – you know those Propel waters? I haven't had them in a really long time. What I wanted was like a Diet Coke or something, but backstage, all they had was just plain water, or I I found a bounty of Propel. So I drank three of them. I'm pretty sure that's what did it because I was like, well, these are going down so easy. They're so good. Yes. I don't know you're if there's like – You're pretty
0: sure? Three, <laughs> three of them definitely. Three of, it was like a 25-minute break.
1: <laughs> but usually whenever I you – know, usually I'll have a big cup of coffee before I go on or something and then I'll pee. But usually I feel like it passes through me faster. But you're right. This was – probably the timing was off. Usually I'm drinking liquids more in advance of it. Yeah. It was really stupid. But the next night I was like so thirsty before I went on. And I'm like, No. Oh, <laughs> oh my I gosh! Got to it out. Oh, you tortured fully yourself. Only one, Shame on you. <laughs> yeah.
2: So how long were you in pain before you just decided, okay, I can't?
1: Like seventy-five minutes. Oh, or something. oh my gosh. Really? Oh, so
2: right when you went up there, you you thought oh, I, I gotta realized,
1: go? No, I realized about ten minutes in. So I'd say I probably had a good ten or fifteen minutes of being like, okay, I gotta go, but I'll be okay. And then I don't really know. It's all very hazy. It it, <laughs> I, I, it felt like at least half an hour of, like, I'm so uncomfortable. When you
3: stood up, though, weren't you nervous? Because I'm always afraid, like, what that if I stand gonna... up and, like—
2: And just start going? That's it.
3: I mean, I don't think that would happen.
2: I would just fake pregnant. Water broke. But <laughs>
1: I wonder how many people wonder if that's what was going on as opposed to my ridiculous <laughs> propel situation. That
3: your water broke? I don't
1: think anybody... Oh, oh no, not water no. broke, but pregnant, because I think when you're pregnant, you <laughs> oh, pee Oh, you do have to go to the bathroom. I was like, no. <laughs> but Adam said something to me, which no one has ever said to me before, because I said to him, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. He's like, oh, it happens. You, at least you were fast. Usually, I'm not a fast peer at all. We're talking about... Hi- hey, Matt, welcome. Hey, what's up? Check,
4: check, check one podcast voice. Hello.
0: Boom. Boom. We're talking oh. about
1: my shame over having to leave the stage during the second show to pee. Yeah, well, I, was,
0: I, want know what the listeners, I want to know what the listeners of this show are now wondering because this comes on the heel of the first ever bathroom break in a Monday show.
1: Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I just need to wow. pee a lot. No, Weird. but you're that not was... pregnant. No, but that. <laughs> All
2: the pieces are coming together. I
1: know. I think that was a that was a period break, is what that was. Ooh. To be perfectly honest, why did
2: you push? For- we, know.
1: I T-N-I.
0: Mean, we know. We know, but you uh, announced it as a bathroom break on the show was well. I, I should have say. been
1: more honest.
2: Right when you ran out, When you ran out, Gary and I looked at each other. Yep.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Ooh, wow. That's, that's, that's what break. that was. That's yeah. weird. But we know we know what well, the reason. Looks that, like-
0: but but the reason that Chris and I knew that is because you announced before the show I may need to take a bathroom yes, break in right, the middle. Right. So it's oh, like, not- that was. That's fine. Whereas
1: this was a legitimate urine break.
3: That is stress. I'm telling you though, that's stressful. Like, I'm sorry you had thank to do that. You, thank that you is very, very much. Really stressful.
4: At least you were in a position to get off stage. When I was in high school, I had a friend who was the lead in a play, and it wasn't oh, it no. wasn't To Kill a Mockingbird, but it was something like that where there's a lot of courtroom scenes, and he was like one of the big lawyers. Like he was, the
1: Crucible or Inherit the Wind. Yeah,
4: actually, I think it was Inherit the Wind. Is is what it was. I'm glad you uh, said that. You're he had to pee so bad he couldn't leave stage. He peed on stage. Like, while he was sitting behind... Like, the lawyer desk. I think that's what it's actually called.
5: <laughs> yeah. My dad's a yeah, lawyer, too. Terms. I should know this.
4: Um, but, yeah, he peed on stage, and the rest of the show, I mean, he had piss all over him. There's a puddle of pee on the stage, and there were, like, big group scenes, people walking through it. I mean, it was...
1: How awful. I was in what, the audience. What commitment.
4: Yeah, I was in the audience. It was pretty Could you pretty tell rough. what happened? Uh, yeah, it was very confusing as an audience member. <laughs> right. Like, I don't it, remember but,
1: this part of the story. It was just
4: really surreal, because in your mind you know that that's what happened but in your mind you're also like that doesn't happen so it's very hard to to like is really is your
3: friend okay did he ever get over it because I, I should ask I him
4: about it he's very successful i think that. he's doing just fine <laughs> but i i should ask
5: him about that <laughs> yeah yep. awful oh
1: mm-hmm. i think we have should we do the itunes come of the week or should we okay let's do that
5: Listen wants your iTunes comments. Alison wants them, yes she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to
0: click five stars. Alright, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes from John from the Woods and it's titled Sup Gang. <laughs> <laughs> Sup. 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 <laughs> Great show. Lots of inside jokes that make me glad to have listened from the start. I am a new adapter to to the shower, Squeegee. Thanks, Gary. And I found that I am a spinner in the shower, not a back-to-the-water guy like Matt. Excuse me, sir, but as an avid listener, you should know that's a traveler. I am small (laughs) like Maxipata. All flights are first class for me, and I fit in plain bathrooms. Butter sandwiches do exist and are disgusting, so you both lose. Matt needs speech therapy. Helicopter is not a word. Allison is a great interviewer and research comes through in the guest shows. Also, hello Jen, when did you meet Allison and or join the crew? If I could request, and Gary, don't practice. I know you're the one to proof these reviews. Can all of you please say the word garage? My wife sounds East Coast when she says it, and she's lived in or Washington State her whole life. Thanks a lot for the good times. The Thursday shows are becoming more desired than the guest episodes. Love you guys. John from the Woods.
2: Thank all right, you Gary, you go so
4: first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you
0: I it. just did it.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah.
3: Say
0: And yeah, we all we... exchanged looks. Garage.
3: Garage. Oh, That's how you say it? Yeah. We you... Say it again?
4: Garage. You know it's a two-syllable word, right? <laughs>
0: I'm not going to say garage. <laughs> that would be closer. That would actually
4: be closer. <laughs>
1: garage. Okay. I say, I say garage.
0: Garage. Say.
2: Garage. 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 Chris just said it like me. Say oh, my gosh. No, I didn't. <laughs> the
1: word has no
3: meaning. Well, now,
2: now I can't go last, but okay. now I'm thinking about Let, it.
1: I'll, okay. Okay. We're going to start with me and then Gary, and then we're going to go Perfect. around clockwise.
0: <clears throat> garage. 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 Matt's forcing the second syllable.
1: Jenna didn't say it. Garage. Garage.
0: Garage. Can someone open the
4: garage?
2: Garage.
1: Garage. (laughs) (laughs) Pull the car into the garage. (laughs) The garage. Well, I, okay, sorry, he said his wife says it in what way? Because I feel like that's probably some other way than we're saying it at all. An, she, East, Coast
3: an East Coast way like a garage like a garage like a garage. gay rat like a garage no
0: garage that's what Gay-rage. she said yeah that's <laughs> <I understand>. garage.
1: <laughs> maybe garage no that's
0: no that's my New folk. York friends just sl- it's garage like they slow like, like how you say it yeah mm-hmm. yours you're, is
2: you're like G-R-O-J that's <laughs> a garage garage
3: no A. a-, a- U- yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: thank you yeah. well you do with garage mm-hmm. <laughs> what I said it I know that I smushed it like what I do with the word ruin or plight. Oh, yeah.
0: Are you saying plight or polite? Are you saying polite or are you saying like – yeah.
1: I'm trying to say polite, but oh. I, I just oh. say plight. plight. And ruin, I always want to say rune. Hmm. I think that's – we are garage. I'm sorry. Garage. Everyone at home, how do you say it? And thank you so much for your nice iTunes comment of the week. If you would like your iTunes comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, leave us a nice comment. Um, I recommend clicking five stars, but you're really free to click however many you want, um, you know, if you want to be a dick. Anyway, you know what you need? I'm sorry that was not fair. Go ahead and sue me, and you know what you need? LegalZoom. LegalZoom helps you incorporate or form an LLC with their simple questionnaire starting at just $99. Over 1 million entrepreneurs have done it. You can create a will starting at just $69 or even a living trust quickly and easily and get peace of mind and protection. No surprise fees, no hassles, and no headaches. LegalZoom's step-by-step process was created by a team of experts. Not just one, a team. A team of experts in law. And technology – excuse me. LegalZoom is not a law firm but can connect you with a third-party attorney and provides you with self-help services. From wills to business formations, trademarks, powers of attorney, and more, go to LegalZoom.com. For even more savings, type Allison into the referral box at checkout. Don't put off the things you need to do. Go to LegalZoom.com now and use discount code Allison. That's LegalZoom.com, discount code Allison. Okay. Do we have something to pull out of the hat?
5: It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. Now pick the topic and let's begin. It's the Topic Sombrero.
0: All right. This, uh, this Topic Sombrero to, uh, submission comes from Dave Nugent. And it is subject line, Puff the Magic Dragon. Hey, Allison, love the show, and uh, love what you do on the Adam Carolla Show, too. When you brought up Puff the Magic Dragon the other day on Adam's podcast, it really hit me. I forgot how much I love that song. There was something about that song that really calmed me, made me so sad and elated all at the same time. So I hammered back a couple Adderall and recorded this for you. Keep up the great work, and good luck in all that you do. P.S., thanks for the retweet. I'm at thelastsun3000. All the best. Dave from Montreal.
1: So before we play it, were you guys into Puff the Magic Dragon? The song or did you ever see the cartoon?
0: I saw the cartoon,
4: but I was very, very young. It was – I mean it's an image that I have in my mind, but I could not tell you what the movie really was. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah, I was
2: too young to actually absorb any content. Because it came out in like (laughs) probably 84, 85, right? Yeah,
1: it's really old. I was playing it for Daniel on my iPad a while ago because I don't think he remembered it. And it totally put tears in my eyes. It's really wistful. If you're someone who's moved by the whole idea of, of kids growing up and just the passage of time and all that, it's really uh, – make you pee your pants.
0: We got a lot of emails to the show that – because Adam said that the guy made up the, um, a land called Honolulu, Oh, yeah. It's a bay in Hawaii. So yes, I got got your email. We stand corrected. We're good. He was wrong. That's that's the best you're gonna get.
1: All right, let's uh, hear this song.
5: Thought she not to Jew, (laughs) But now we know through Adam's show She's got hooks, but through and through Look, you got your fella And a decent car Don't spend your life on the 405 Behind the mic, you're going far So hold your head up, Rosen And keep that man in check Hold that it <laughs> It's so sweet and wow.
3: silly.
1: That was impressive. Yeah. yeah. It act that even that makes but when he says hold your head up Rosen, in the same way that that the condescending clap doesn't strike me as condescending. I just think it's sweet. That like totally that put little tears in my eyes. I, I like mean,
4: some of the musical choices at the end too. It seemed yeah. like they're almost like kind of like an indie rock feel with a little sing along right. thing. I like that.
1: Very nice. Thank you so much for that. I don't know if you guys caught all the lyrics, but um, it started with Dan, the magic husband. And I thought it was lived in a tree, (laughs) which I thought was an interesting choice, but it was lived in a dream. It's it's wistful and sweet and silly. So thank you. Um, Okay. I feel like stuff happened in Chicago and Buffalo, Gary, that I was like, oh, we have to talk about that on the show. But now nothing's coming to me. Is anything coming to you? If not, we'll just, we'll just fold it in next time when we remember well, it.
0: We had a delightful. Uh, Geo drove us everywhere and picked us up with hand warmers and cookies and coffee and, coffee yeah, and that shit, was really which nice. was freaking awesome after that flight. A lot of those flights kind of sucked. Um, God, getting up at 5 in the morning really blew. Yeah. I didn't sleep at all the night before because I was so afraid that I was going to sleep. Was it. I it was too. I two. slept for 15 collective minutes the whole night.
1: But I thought that maybe we had good stories.
0: I don't think so. (laughs) The way you guys put it, it sounds like an awesome (laughs) trip. (laughs) It was. (laughs) The shows were great.
1: All right. Let's talk about this. I I debate whether to talk about this or not because it's not – I don't know if it goes anywhere good. But I'm curious what everyone here's take is on the whole Woody Allen, Dylan Farrow thing because – So is everyone up on the story? So his – so Mia Farrow's daughter, Dylan, who was one of Woody Allen's adopted kids as well. She's now, I think, 28. Um, But she says that when she was seven, he molested her. And she has claimed this since 1990. I think the allegations first came out in 92 or 93. And the reason it's back in the news is because she wrote – well, this columnist, Kristoff, wrote wrote an op-ed – or wrote a column in The New York Times and had a letter from her in there talking – like detailing what happened. Um, So – a lot of like a my first reaction was when i first read it was not to blindly believe that it's true um to be like i don't i don't i don't know we don't know um but i've noticed that a, a lot of women who i respect and who i look up to and who or and or who are peers are really like there's no doubt in their mind that this is absolutely true that Woody Allen definitely did this that he should be throw everything at him you know the worst that they can happen to that, that it's just a crime that he is walking around when he is obviously a child abuser and a child molester and um and which is it surprised me that that's everyone's reaction that, it, that there's not – it's not even – there's not many people voicing something that's a little more ambivalent or a little more un, unsure. I, t- I tweeted, if the uh, Woody Allen accusations are true, how awful. And if they aren't, how awful that everyone rushed to judgment and condemnation. And I got so much <laughs> – which to me is like a very – measured totally. Tweet. I got so much shit for that saying that I was I was a rape apologist, that I was giving him a pass just because he's a Jew. That's my favorite. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not even I'm not a Woody Allen fan. What what bothers me is that I just think there's so much it's so dangerous to jump to the conclusion that someone is guilty of something just because you find them to be a creepy person, right? And that, to me, to to say that his relationship with Sun Yi is inappropriate, which I I readily think it is, and I am made uncomfortable by the boundary violations that that suggested. However, he's now been married to her for like twenty years, and my sense is. And again, I do not know. And I don't even know what I hope to be true anymore. Part of me hopes it's true because then at least everyone's reaction makes sense. But it's, it feels very weird to be hoping that a molestation was true. Um, but my feeling is if you're into seven-year-olds, you don't stop with one. Like that's a real lifestyle choice. So where are all the other ones? But maybe they are – but then I, I feel – but like I said, I am being made to feel like – I am really on the wrong side of this issue. Like I, I am contributing to the culture that prevents survivors from speaking out. Um, and yet I think there's this, this feeling happening, which is that people think it's, so bra- it's very brave to say he for sure did it. I don't think that's that brave. I think that to jump to the conclusion that someone did something awful because you think they're creepy and therefore you think that if they could do one creepy thing, they could do another thing. And, yes, her account is detailed. I'm not saying it's not, although it's not as detailed as people would have you believe. Like it's – anyway, I I, I mean I think to jump to to a conclusion is kind of giving into a more base, dangerous mob instinct in all of us. Uh, I don't think – I think it's – I think to – be able to say, I don't know, uh, I'm reserving judgment, that to me is the more uh, – is the reaction that w- is we should strive for. I would think – I don't know. What do you guys think? Like I said, I feel very much like I am like taking crazy pills and I'm the only one who thinks this.
2: Well, I'm with you. I got your back. Um, just because I think this – right? People right, are
1: not going to like you for that.
2: Then that's fine. Um, it's just – It's just the world we live in now. It's been ruined by people before us. So like, it's just so easy to just falsely accuse people now, and everyone, and when, um, excuse me. So like, right now, I don't, I don't know what to believe. I need, I need even more proof than just someone's word because it's because it's so dangerous to assume that it's true. Yeah. So I think
3: you cannot assume someone did that. I agree wholeheartedly, and I know from. Personal. I mean, I've there's been things that I've seen firsthand between friends and family members where people have accused things of not being true. And it's just like, yeah, it's same. so dangerous to assume that that's true. And yes, Woody Allen is a total weirdo. And I was just looking up something on my phone, which is why I was on it, to see there's another family member in Mia Farrow's family. Her brother. Her brother. Is that the guy? Who yeah. was accused
1: of child abuse. Isn't he? A, or wasn't he? Um, yeah charged with it? Yeah, he's in jail. He he right. molested two boys.
3: So, what's to say it was not someone who maybe him and her recollections confused or she, you know, I mean there's just so many different scenarios that could be true that I just think, I don't know, maybe I don't know.
2: As I said, I'm with you like if if it's true, then it's the worst thing ever because right. there's nothing worse than Ugh. doing anything, you know, yeah. depriving a child of their innocence in any way. Um, but because I just, it's so easy to, to point your finger at Woody Allen. My, my friend went to Neverland Ranch when Michael Jackson was there. He, Michael Jackson invited my friend to Neverland Ranch and I asked him about it. And he said, he was the nicest guy ever. Don't believe anything you hear about him. He was nothing but nice. Like his, my friend's best friend's dad committed suicide. So MJ, I'm gonna call him MJ. MJ (laughs) heard about it, invited that kid over, like come to Neverland Ranch and hang out for a day. And, uh, and he invited my friend because they were best friends as kids and they hung out in Neverland Ranch all day and had a great time and nothing weird happened. And it's just – and he gets, he gets upset when people point their finger at Michael Jackson. For, Uncomfortable
1: spot because I do think Michael Jackson touched kids. Oh. Do you yeah. not?
2: No. Well, not, not anymore because my friend said no. <laughs> I think
3: – that one's weird to me too because I wonder if he had a very unhealthy relationship with
1: children. Well, I think that's for sure he did.
3: Right. But does that mean he molested them?
1: I thought that there was a fair amount of evidence that he had molested them.
3: I have no idea. I'd have to like read about it. I don't know. This whole thing makes me sick to my stomach. All of it. Le- reading that letter mm-hmm. made me sick for like a day. All that. Ki- it just. It's yeah, so it's... traumatizing to me. Whether or not it's true, I'm kind of sad I read the letter because it's so I don't upsetting. Want it. <laughs> I mean, people
1: are saying. People are saying in response to the idea that Woody Allen deserves a presumption of innocence. Well. Dylan deserves the benefit of the doubt. Like Dylan, it, you know, she deserves for people to just take her at her word and believe her. And I get that, but not when the accusation is something that is so such a nuclear accusation and like my god, if it's true, ugh, it's horrible.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't want it to be true. And uh and like but then at the same time I don't want someone I hate when people just go out accusing people something that isn't, you know, when they're lying. Um, like the whole – I don't know. When someone says, oh, I had a relationship with this person, like mm-hmm. a gay relationship, and I don't, know, I don't know what to believe with that either. It's just
1: – It's like the fact that people so don't see the danger in condemning someone without actual proof is disturbing to me. And maybe it's mm-hmm. because of all the shit I read in high school. Maybe I'm a little older than the current generation of people who – no, I feel, like it's, I feel like it's everyone. It's like – haven't you read The Crucible or you know countless works of literature which point to just that the danger in uh everyone getting a wild hair up their ass and deciding something is true and making it kind of illegal for you to say to to say anything otherwise anyway matt did you want to say something
4: um you know kind of not i mean i'm sure you guys are are very eloquent on this topic i feel like i'm just not as familiar enough with it to really be able to speak intelligently about it As I'm hearing you guys talk about it, the instinct that's coming to my mind is what is it that people want out of this? Interesting. Like Mm. I understand that what he may have done is really horrible. But then I also wonder, Okay, so it is true. So what's the next step? What is it that we're we're trying to accomplish? Do we all want to see Woody Allen arrested for these crimes that were however many decades Mm -hmm. ago? And if that happens, how does that impact what he actually did? That's sort of where my head is at. I mean – Right. I, like
1: what's the end goal? I mean she yeah, wants – she and, and Mia Farrow and Ronan Farrow, the uh, brother, want him to not be receiving Lifetime Achievement Awards.
5: Right. That's our what Oscars. Fine, but Or Oscars. It's like a dagger
1: in her heart
4: every time he is celebrated. I get that. But I don't know. To me, it just seems very like – like who – he's being celebrated. Like all this is bullshit anyway. Like yeah. he gets a Lifetime Achievement Award. Like who fucking cares? Obviously a lot of people care about it. So it's kind of <laughs> insensitive to say. But that's that's kind of where where my head is on it. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'm I'm trying to formulate something intelligent to say so people don't start hating it, on it. Oh it's, it's well, no, that's, they're gonna right. hate
1: on me first. It's just crazy to me how many like like every woman that I follow on Twitter that I respect. Almost every single one has said something about like that's the last Woody Allen movie for me or has tweeted something negative about people that refuse to believe it or that, that are reserving judgment. It's like the interpretation of, of reserving judgment uh, is I'm, – I'm, it just blows my mind that, that that is being interpreted as you're defending rape. Or right. you're a rape apologist. Which is sad me. because it shouldn't be that way. But it's, I mean, the thing is like,
3: I wonder if the story's true, but I also now wonder about Woody Allen. Are there other people that maybe have stories about him? Are there weird relationships that he's had to get him further in his career? I mean, I'm well, sure that's there's... that's
1: just making me wonder the fact that so many people are having this reaction. It's like, do I... Is there something I don't know? Right. Am I missing something and about people, him? people... Because I got into it a little bit on Twitter and people are like multiple victims that done, I say, who are the other victims? And they mention Sun Yi and I'm like, I'm not counting her as a victim. His I mean, wife? Yeah. But I understand if you want to say that that's inappropriate. Yes, but I'm not counting her in the same category as Dylan. It's... It seems... Well, yeah. It's different, right? <laughs> I mean, aren't they married? Yeah, and she was 19 when they got together, but then people say, yeah, but you know, he had been around her since she was 8. And I do understand right, like right. you shouldn't like what's going on if you're developing sexual feelings for a person that is a child, for someone who you've known since they were a child. However, to me to say there's multiple victims suggests there's more children. And that, right. and that no proof of that has come out.
4: It just sounds like it's a non story at this point. Like, I, I don't, it's hard for me to comment on because it, to me, I mean, if what she said is not true, then how is it any different than anybody else making wild accusations about somebody on the internet?
1: Yeah. Well, you hear, you know, you, you hear someone bring up that point and then the response is just false accusations are very, very rare. It's Like, <laughs> yeah, but something, but they do happen. I mean, look at the McMartin preschool case. Do you guys, do you remember that? Was that before your time? There was this huge child abuse. Uh, case that was supposed to have happened at uh, uh, preschool, all the teachers there, the, the McMartin family I think who ran the preschool was supposed to have abused all the kids and they, they looked creepy so it seemed believable and it turned out to all be bullshit. Like that happens, but I'm sure their lives are fucked. Because you can't really recover from that kind of accusation.
4: But you know, again, I, I just ask what, so what am I supposed to do if this is true? Does that mean that I'm supposed not, to hate Woody I'm on. supposed to just hate and, but, and all of and the, talk about it. All the incredible roles that he's written for females over the last five decades that have all won Oscars and you know he's helped all these other people's careers and everything. That's all supposed to just be – that's all nothing now because he did this horrible thing.
1: Yeah, because people are willing to look the other way because – because someone said to me like, if he wrote you a role in his movie, what would you do? And I just wrote back, I think I'm too old. (laughs) Uh,
4: Well, I mean also I think of um, uh, Roman Polanski.
1: Well, that's the other one. They're I'm, like, see, everyone I, gives yeah, to I, choose a pass. Am I supposed oh to just gosh. not
4: like his movies, or not recognize that he's you know cinematic brilliance? You know, for those movies that he made. Am I supposed? To, I mean, I guess for Mel Gibson, I hear those things about him. It is a little hard for me to watch his movies now because I I kind of see what he really is when I'm watching those movies. Yeah. So I I guess that in that way, people can feel that way about Woody Allen. But I don't know. For me. I, Even after everything came out, I still like Roman Polanski movies. I still saw them, you know?
1: You know what else makes it hard to uh, watch a movie sometimes? (laughs) Not having the right glasses. Oh! (laughs) It's possibly an awkward segue, or possibly it's a wonderful segue. Um, I want to tell you guys about Warby Parker. I love Warby Parker. I knew about them before they were even a sponsor on my show because my friend Trevor, who is super hip and always has really stylish frames, told me all about them. And the thing is that Warby Parker makes glasses, the sunglasses or uh, glasses with prescription lenses. You can have either. You can have both. Or sunglasses glasses. with prescription su- lenses. That's, That's right. What I That's what, got. what Gary has. Yeah. Great. Um, I have perfect vision, so <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, perfect vision that is uh, – I'm kind of losing it. But anyway uh, – My friend told me about them. They are really affordable and then also for every pair of frames that you buy, they give a pair of frames to someone in need. So you can feel good about yourself while you're getting super stylish glasses. Prescription glasses start at ninety-nine or sorry, at ninety-five dollars, including lenses, which is crazy when you think how expensive glasses are. Many places you go and you want to get stylish frames, they're ridiculously expensive. But at Warby Park, you can get ones that look even better for cheaper. Uh, And another awesome thing about them is that they make buying glasses online easy, risk-free, and enjoyable because you can choose five pairs of glasses and they will be shipped to you in a pretty cool case. Gary, back me up on the case.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. It's surprisingly cool.
1: Yeah. It it will bring you joy. Uh, it's their home try-on program. So you get all the glasses that you're considering buying. You try them on. You get a feel for them. take photos of them. Ask your friends. What have you. Uh, you get five pairs for five days, and then you mail them back to Warby Parker in a prepaid package. And then once you decide, go to warbyparker.com forward slash best friend, uh, and you choose your five. That, sorry, that's for your home try-on. And then – Go to warbyparker.com forward slash best friend once once you decide and you get free three-day shipping. So, again, go to warbyparker.com forward slash best friend. uh, Both to choose the ones that you want to try. And then once you make your decision, go back to that URL and you will get free three-day shipping. Do it and then let us know. Send us a photo of you in the glasses. I think you'll probably look pretty good. All right. Okay. (laughs) That was painful. Let's do Just Me or Everyone.
5: Sometimes I wander on Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? Okay.
1: Ryan Smith says, Sometimes in a dirty restroom I don't want to wash my hands because my junk might be the cleanest thing in there. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. It's not popular, but I'm with you. Your junk is the cleanest thing in my bathroom. Ugh. That's gross.
3: (laughs) It's just gross. (laughs) I don't know.
4: I don't know if a dirty restroom would really deter me from washing my hands. You can use a paper towel to open up the door handle if it's really that gross in there. But, I mean... I think we're talking about the kind of bathroom where paper towels don't were lost long don't. ago. <laughs> well, if there's no paper towels, then, yeah, you're not going to yeah. get your hands
2: wet. Yeah, well, if, if
3: – I guess I can see it, but it's just the idea.
2: You can scope it and if – like as you're walking into the bathroom, if it looks really dirty, then I'll probably no-hand it the whole way. Just not hmm. touch anything. How
1: do you get out? Your head.
2: Oh, well, <laughs> the bathroom I have in mind didn't have a door. <laughs> so, Like like at a park or something. Those are the grossest bathrooms, I think, that I see. Oh, like the ones mm-hmm. which is like a cement brick yeah, yeah. while you walk through? Yeah, 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 I'll just no-hand it and uh, just go in the urinal and I'll walk out. I was never there.
1: Speaking of urine, <laughs> Jason Dix says, I am secretly pleased when my urine smells funky. I eat coffee, asparagus, vitamins. I'm definitely never pleased with vitamin P. That's one <sighs> of the – it's like a plague. Asparagus can be amusing.
3: I I amusing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my
1: body's working right. You know, Even like, with vitamins? Well,
3: you know, because you know you took a bunch. Yeah. Your body's like, I don't need all these vitamins anymore. Let's get
4: rid of them. <laughs> um, I have a weird statement to make. I don't think that asparagus makes my pee smell any different. It's, some people don't yeah. have okay. the enzyme. I just want to make sure that's a JMO.
1: Mine's like half an hour later. Mine's like, whoa. Mine's like a minute later.
4: That,
3: I
5: definitely... I, a
4: long time ago, <laughs>
1: I said I wanted to take a wireless mic into the bathroom with me on the show and time it. Because it is so – I'm always amazed at how fast it is. It's fast. Sometimes I forgot I even ate asparagus. Like asparagus snuck in via some kind of appetizer. Like pee and it's like, oh, yeah,
4: that happened. <laughs> hmm I think you should be proud, though, of any bizarre smell like asparagus I'm sorry you. that you can't experience it. it. Yeah, you know.
1: Have you ever smelled asparagus pea, someone else's?
4: I mean, I don't think I have. I can't know. think of a situation <laughs> where it's someone was like, hey, come nasty. here. You <laughs> gotta check this out. Get in here, Matt. Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with people telling me that their pea really smelled just now, but I've never been <laughs> like, hey, come in here before I flush. That's never happened.
1: Ryan, I don't know if it's a new or Knudsen or
2: It's gotta be
4: Knudsen. Mm-mm. Gary and Chris, I would you go
1: r- with the hard K or the soft K?
2: Knudsen. Yeah. Yep. Knudsen. Like, I know. Yeah. Knudsen. I'm going
1: Knudsen. You think it's Knudsen? Definitely. Two Knudsen's, three Knudsen's. Yeah. Ryan, let us know. <laughs> announce yourself. When eating something with mustard, the mustard seems to get everywhere. Face, hands, clothes, et cetera. Yep. That happens. But it's not as bad, and this is a memory from a long time ago because it's been a long time since I've had pancakes, but that sticky fork- Pancake, kid kid eating pancakes, sticky fork, syrup everywhere feeling? Anyone else?
5: I have no idea what you're talking
1: Really?
4: About. You were, I don't even you were... know what this guy's talking about. I had a sandwich with a shit ton of mustard on today. Hands <laughs> were spotless. <laughs> no problem. It's true.
1: You don't remember. <laughs> You've never had pancakes and then suddenly everything's sticky?
4: <laughs> I mean, no, no.
1: Okay.
4: Well, maybe. I don't know. I think you I'm know. not trying to
2: be a naysayer here. It's all right. Like I am. No, but, last, but time I had pa- last time I had pancakes, I had, I had pancake hands. It I, uh, got all over my phone. Oh,
1: no. So my phone
2: was just super sticky. So I washed my hands. Phone was still sticky, got it again. I'm still confused about this. Are you picking up pancakes with your hands? What's what's with what the silverware should be taking the sticky from you? I think there's, there's this... always that one piece that you think, oh I got this. I don't need the I don't need the fork. At least for me. So that's where the it comes hook. from. No, I'm sure not... I agree with Chris. If no. I picked up I a pancake, what it's well, like the if, fork I, if I two into finger it. if I two finger it, what are the odds of it getting all over my whole life? Maybe it's maybe it's not even that part. Maybe I did cleanly pick it up. If but. I two finger it, <laughs> like thumb, thumb, index.
1: This is what happens: you set the fork and knife down at a certain point, mm-hmm. and then it just they get higher up, and then or your <laughs> hand, your pinky gets goes lower onto the fork, and then suddenly syrup's traveling up the fork. Or yep.
5: if you,
2: or if you, you know, oh, I have to put down my knife really quick, and you just put it on your plate, and the whole handle gets syrupy sometimes I mean, right and then
1: once you touch it it's over <laughs> it I, takes skill to take eat it an advanced
4: utensils class <laughs> you and I something. Like, both did it's because... not that hard to get the handle <laughs> off the fucking plate I, it, no, it's not. I mean.
1: <laughs> well, all right. You're setting
5: down the li- utensils. I, oh, that's
4: better than all of us. I don't want to deny. I've seen you put the silverware down, it kind of slides forward onto <laughs> the plate. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that happen. And when you use
1: as much anomaly. syrup as Maybe we Maybe it's do. a syrup am- amount. So and if you lick
2: the handle of the, of the knife, it doesn't get better. It doesn't really no. take it off. It just spreads it. Yeah. Um, that I also would agree with. <laughs> I've also not. It would ever not licked occur to me to lick the yeah. handle of a utensil. Like. If Listen. it was covered in syrup, you would. How Miss, else are you going to get another? How are you going to get it off? Oh, and wait! I just take how a napkin and ha- just kind of wipe
0: off the handle. You can't.
1: Do you get paper all over your silverware?
0: I. I this eat is fancier. this is insanity, Gary. I eat a Gary, fancier, right? I eat a fancier <laughs> pancake joints. I have cloth napkins. I'm just oh. saying.
1: Oh. oh hoity toity! Oh. That like, sounds sticky and nasty. I had
0: a sandwich yeah. with mustard on today.
4: It was not a mustard sandwich, but there's mustard on <laughs> it. I had pancakes within the last three weeks. So there's a new restaurant in Los Feliz I found that has amazing pear pancakes. Wow. Um, Are they
1: pear flavored or is there pear on the pancake? There's
4: pear on the pancake. They're actually just pear shaped.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> thing they did. It's Those two pancakes.
4: <laughs> Both meals were enjoyed without any, any uh, extra stickiness or messiness on my part. Maybe what I'm
1: just Kind advanced. of mustard.
2: I mean, just yellow.
1: Really French <laughs> that's pretty slippery yeah.
2: after after, <laughs> after, after, <laughs> after pancake meal you know, they should they should give you those moist snaps that they give you after eating ribs,
1: yeah, or a bib like lobster,
2: yeah mhm uh, you don't keep those in your car, the moist snaps, hell yes, no, I use them, I use them
0: too, but I always jack an extra few and they sit in the car that's oh. smart that's smart a lifesaver
1: yeah, I don't yeah. have anything like that in my car
0: I... that and like the really like fancy uh napkins that, like, some expensive restaurants will use for, like, their bathroom hand towels, like the really thick ones that will absorb anything, one of those will take care of, like, a half a can of Coke you can spill. It's great. <laughs> They're, I'm telling you.
1: You know what's no, a really good napkin? And good. I discovered... i discovered
0: about that life. <laughs> I mean, let's,
1: like, really delve into napkins. This
0: week on Napkin Cast. Chris <laughs> just
2: said he's about that life, for the record.
1: <laughs> what life is that? Wet naps in your car? Yeah. Or, or just, moist just paper towels? Just having convenient...
2: Uh, having convenient things in your car (laughs) Uh,
1: I think I think we're all we want to be about that life yeah so anyway a really great napkin (laughs) and I learned this from looking at uh, the message boards on I think Makeup Alley some cosmetics (laughs) website yeah clearly (laughs) my homepage I've seen you yeah Yeah. (laughs) Starbucks napkins are really good because they don't get napkin dust on anything oh that's good to know because you know how you might know how cheapo napkins will leave like white yeah. Mm-hmm. Residue.
4: Yeah. Yep. We know mom. about napkin dust.
1: Add that to the life you're about.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'd also like to add white residue to the list of things that Chris can't say without me giggling. I know I was in I the can't. room for that, but I heard yeah. it.
1: Writing Roger down. Wade says, when I stub my toe, I reflexively say, ow, even though it takes a second or two before I know if there's any real pain. Yes, I do that too. What is that?
4: I think it's the it's the signal... That your feet are sending your brain. Like when you stub your toe, you know that you just did that, so you kind of give that ow. I think there's, I've read an article about how, like, cussing or when you hurt yourself and you say something loud, that's actually like a biological thing that releases some endorphin to help you cope with whatever pain you just had. Huh. That makes sense. It I've does heard make that sense. too. I've so, never heard that but. So when you stub your toe, it's like an involuntary thing for you to say ow because that sound release some endorphin that you didn't even realize you did but then that signal of the pain actually shoots to your brain and that's when you really feel the pain
1: but sometimes don't you say it even when it doesn't hurt yeah like if i that's bump into best. something i say ow.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, like, oh, that right. really hurt. it's like you're bracing for it and that yeah. doesn't happen it's like a sneeze that doesn't happen oh like i guess i didn't didn't have to yeah. you just go on living your life
1: <laughs> the real too cute for you says whenever i see the word analog i think it's a combination of anal and log and think of poop I never have before, but now I will. I totally will Yikes, I never had done that either.
2: <coughs> An <laughs> anal lock.
1: Sal T. says, when po- speaking of, when pooping next to someone in a public restroom, I time my toots and plops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse- okay. <laughs> Pulling through. When pooping next to someone in a public restroom, I time my toots and plops. to go and Take boy. three. Here we go. When pooping next to someone in a public restroom, I time my toots and plops to coincide with my neighbors to mask them as echoes. That is – that's Funny. a lot of uh, control. Body
4: control, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's Absolutely. skill. I can't even do that.
1: I mean – but what if you do it wrong?
4: If just, you can't you, do it, then, then I just this trouble. Guy's full
5: shit.
1: <laughs>
3: it's like you have to time it so either you're going to coincide with them or you're going to do it right when they
1: flush. That's See, when you do it. Right.
4: Here's what I want to know. He wants this to sound like an echo. So <laughs> is he not only matching the timing, but he's also matching the, <laughs> the pitch? He <deep> throw <laughs> his, <laughs> <sound> <laughs> his pooping noise. Hey, keep it down in there. And I wonder what the guy in the next stall is thinking is actually happening. Does he actually think that his poo is being echoed in the stall next <laughs> maybe, to him? Maybe. Maybe like, he's like, whoa. I'd, I'd be pretty proud. If that was me, yeah. I'd be like, holy shit. I'd be like,
5: Matt, get in <laughs> here. Literally.
1: Here's the thing, though. A toot and a plop are... <laughs> Both sounds? I don't want kittens with those names. <laughs> They're separate things. So that suggests that he's like waiting. Is this a toot or a plop? Oh, I got it. I have both I <laughs> got That's control. Yeah. No. That is
3: yeah. control. Because what
1: if he plops and he toots? <laughs> They're not going to echo. <laughs> yeah, I think this one might be BS. As Gary pointed out, I think you missed this, Matt. It was a celebration of your prowess mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. If you can't do this, then Gary thinks he's full
4: of shit. Yeah, I heard that too. That's, okay. That is very true. Happy Seagull
1: says, "If a woman I'm attracted to vacates a seat, I'll sit there next and consciously bask in any warmth remaining." It's weirdly creepy.
2: Yeah, what? This is like I, sex
1: offenders.
0: I don't, don't like. I don't <laughs> like. No offense, man. I'm sure you're a great fan and thank you for listening. But when I read this shit, I almost took it off. Like I almost deleted this one because it freaked me out so much.
5: And maybe he, maybe he that, lives in
0: a colder environment, like, and he does. He does, Maybe it's a thing. That's that, got no. I, Chris, don't you defend him? I don't He's know why. trying to. He's enjoying genital heat or something. It's weird. That's fucking I, weird. No, I, I don't
2: I don't like warm chairs.
1: I hate that.
2: Like after someone sat there. It feels weird. No. I never if, liked it.
1: I don't mind it if it's like Daniel or it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing.
2: But
0: like what would you do if Matt like rushed in from his office and jumped into that chair at the end of the Adam Carolla show and just sat there for like five minutes like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know really what's weird? Like
0: yeah. I can't exactly. imagine. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Yeah. David Gutman says, just me or everyone, even if I watch a sporting event in its entirety, still love watching the highlights later or the next day. No, I don't oh, relate gosh. to this in any way. <laughs> Never. I, think
4: Gary, I love it. <laughs> oh, Gary and Chris, you guys actually watch sports. Yeah. I can't really
0: comment on it either. I in don't fact,
4: know why.
2: I don't even know if I love it, but I do. I, I do, do it. it. <laughs> I do it
0: for sure. In fact, uh, just, you know, for any, any NBA fans out there, we had an unprecedented event last night. The Lakers had so few players that one of their players fouled out of the game and remained on the floor to finish because the Lakers
2: didn't have enough players to play without him. Whoa. I don't know if that's ever happened before. I don't know what that means. Chris, you're supposed to jump in here. It was crazy, and and they played so well. Did they win? The bench was empty. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was – and now I will watch the highlights. Every time I watch a Laker game, they do a quick, like, I don't know – five ten minute highlight of the game, just all the, the highlighted plays and I'll watch that again too. Or if I go to a game, like I went to like a game on Friday. Oh you always I, go
0: home and watch and I the I go home and I watch the highlights a game Yeah, you were at. Always
2: <laughs> just like just like when I was when I would go to Kimmel and I would watch myself on Kimmel all the time.
1: Let's talk about this important thing that will show that I tuned out for a second and looked at my email. Um, <laughs> <laughs> RSVP means response si vous play.
2: Hmm. Duh. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on no and yet i got a rsvp if coming so
2: i think people now think it means reserve.
1: yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm wondering because there was a time where rsvp i thought meant you like like kids birthday parties that i went to school with and stuff rsvp it was either rsvp or regrets only and i thought rsvp meant respond either way whereas now i pretty much just look at rsvps as like
2: If Uh, you're coming, let us know.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're far away from the mic. It depends. Um, If it's like a a friend's dinner party or something, then I would think they would want to know either way. But if it's like a thing where I know that the invite list is bigger, I just assume respond means – or I mean RSVP means let them know if you're going.
4: Well, now we live in the world of Facebook invites and group invites. so. I feel like every party I've had for the last four years, I would really hope that everybody I invite to would actually let me know if they're coming or not.
1: So you want to RSVP for yeah, you? Yeah, because on want Facebook yes or, no. or
4: whatever, you send the invite out, and then you just you just never know. You have to kind of uh, assume that – I mean, I don't know. The rule, the rule needs to be reestablished. That's Maybe why I that's bring that's what you're up. trying yeah. to say, yeah. How do you guys regard RSVP? You always RSVP. Yeah.
1: Yes or no, you mean?
4: Yeah. I think
1: the problem
0: is that
4: if you don't care about the event, you're not going to respond to it.
0: Unless the thing says regrets only, in which case – RSVP means answer yes or no.
1: Right. But this email says RSVP ASAP if coming. So that one you don't have to
0: respond either way, right?
1: No,
3: you only –
0: I still would, but yes, I guess the insinuation there is if you're not coming, you don't have to let someone know.
3: Right. They only want to know if you're coming.
1: Right. Yes. So you don't need to say no. Correct. Okay.
2: You should go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's ultimately. Rich Bryant
1: says at the grocery store, when I take a product off a perfectly organized shelf, I'll reposition the one behind it so it stays neat. Nope. Only some
2: occasionally I will. Never. No, that's no. very nice of him, though. There's a lot sweet. of stock boys I, who appreciate that. I do. I I think it's just the retail guy. <laughs> like even even if I go to a clothing store and, see, and but I that's bullshit because the reason and I, I, I hold I, out the shirt, I'll put it back on the hanger the right way or fold it the right way. I see I that can't that'll not. do.
0: That'll do. But because I worked in a grocery store, I won't do it at a grocery store. Oh I, I never worked at a clothing shop though
3: when I worked I worked at a j crew for like three days and I liked it. I liked having Clearly. something to do that's that's what I meant to say.
5: I, I liked
4: having something to thing. do
3: so I didn't mind seeing stuff like that.
4: I worked at Pacific Sunwear for like <laughs> one Christmas break. Somehow my parents convinced me that I had to get a job for the month that I was home <laughs> and it was the most boring job I'd ever had because unlike a restaurant, when somebody walks in, You're there to provide a service for them, but if you work in retail – you don't know if they're gonna really buy something or not. I loved it when people left shirts and sweatshirts unfolded because that meant that I could fold it and kill thirty seconds. I could nuts. fold it
3: and not have to stand at the door and say,
1: "Welcome to the store." Yeah, come on in. Can I help
4: you? Why, why? I, was, it, I
5: hated I was a, that. Part. I was a
1: greeter at Sam Goody. They don't acknowledge. Hi, welcome kind of to Sam Goody. Hi, welcome kind of to Sam. I think it was. like they don't acknowledge you, which I totally get. I wouldn't want right. to acknowledge me at that point either.
5: But, but it's so annoying to have to do it. To it.
1: <laughs> no, but it just – it felt like – I felt like I wanted to sit down with uh, the head of corporate and say, you're wasting money on the greeter position. It <laughs> no. doesn't really help.
2: Well, the way I always thought of it when uh, when I had all that free time when you know I didn't have to do anything was, check me out. I'm beating the system. I'm not – I'm getting paid for for hanging out. And <laughs> around I'm, I'm doing it. I'm winning.
4: I guess though if you – I mean did you have a lot of friends that you worked with? Right. I'd play oh, so many friends. No, I'm not <laughs> down with that That's a friend. I'm just saying, like, when I worked at Pacific somewhere, like, I was barely acquaintances with the other people that I worked with. So to do nothing was not getting away with murder. It was just excruciating.
1: Boring. Now, yeah. Yeah. Jenna, why did you only work at J. Crew for three days? So I got I
3: graduated from college and thought I was gonna move to Los Angeles. And then I ended up staying in New York because Daily Show gave me a freelance job for like a month. And then after the month was over, they're like, thanks so much. And I thought, "Uh oh, I don't have a job anymore. Like, and so then I got a job at J. Crew the next like couple of days after that because I was so worried about paying rent. And then I worked there for three days and Daily Show called me and said, do you want a job full time? So I was like, see you later, suckers.
1: What did you actually tell them was your reason for quitting?
3: I got another job. I really yeah. did tell them, yeah.
1: I worked at a coffee cart very briefly, and then my yeah. s- my Sam Goody dream job came through. <laughs> <laughs> I should have stuck with the coffee cart. Oh, but the iTunes commenter wanted to know how we met. I think we've told that be- on the yeah. show before. But um, our mutual friend, Miles, mm-hmm. who... Had been on my show, Alice your New Best Friend, when I did it as a Ustream show. For anyone who watched that show, he's the guy who cut my hair on the show. Crazy. It was a really good haircut. Uh, and then he said that Jenna would be a good guest. And then she was. And then she became a regular guest. So and awesome. now here she is. Speaking of hair. Don't spend a ton on expensive laser hair removal treatments or waxing. You guys need the No-No. It's a new year. Time for a new, smoother you. The No-No offers pain-free professional treatments that can can be performed in the comfort of your own home. The No-No is the size of a cell phone. It's totally portable. You can use it on your body and your face. No pain. And again, when they said it was no pain, I thought... I don't believe you, but I tried it. I conquered my fears and tried it, and it really doesn't hurt. And it's got this cool little LED readout that tells you if you're using it right so you can adjust how you're doing it. Um, And you get weeks of long-lasting results. Never again hassle with an appointment for an expensive in-office treatment. No more nicks, cuts or ingrown hairs. The Nono works on all skin types, all hair colors and is safe and effective for both men and women. So there's a special offer for you guys. Go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. Once again that's nonobestfriend.com or 800-508-4815. Here's the offer. You get the Nono device, you get an exclusive facial kit so you can use it on your body but also treatment with facial hair. You get a very snazzy travel case. And the entire purchase is backed by their triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny. Try no-no. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay, I have a just mirror, everyone, which is sometimes I will get a request on LinkedIn (laughs) – and it'll either be an ex-boyfriend or an old boss and I'll be like, Oh look at them coming crawling back.
2: Yeah.
5: And
1: then I look and it's just some random who has the same name. Bummer. Yeah. Ugh. Disappointing. i was wondering if my, you guys have this experience as well.
2: Well my mine is uh, if every time I get a LinkedIn uh invite, I don't do anything with because I, I don't do anything with LinkedIn. I don't <laughs> You're I like, think like I signed up for Chris. LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really do it. either. Is I it- just
1: know that when I get a request, I'll think I mean, not that, like, an old boss sending me a LinkedIn request is really look at them crawling back or anything, but there's still this feeling of, like... There's a little satisfaction. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. Except, but it's, it's never the person I think it is. Oh. Like, people just have a lot of names. Well,
3: I... LinkedIn's not a bad place to get on, guys. I'll
1: try it out. I got a couple mm-hmm. jobs from LinkedIn. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't done shit with LinkedIn. Yeah. How? How did that people work People will hire
3: me or call me and be like, I see that you'll, like, freelance write. Could you do this project for me? Or... They'll say they saw you on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Wow. Who was cruising LinkedIn?
3: It's always like older, like really businessy type jobs. So
2: yeah, I'm, I am it's getting not over. like
3: entertainment people necessarily. Right. Yeah.
2: I'm getting over Facebook. I think – yeah, maybe I'll just – I'll transfer to LinkedIn.
3: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think you'll, you'll like it it's as much. It's not the same. Yeah. At all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot less poking on LinkedIn. <laughs> well, then never mind. It's a
3: different kind. That's
4: all I do. You could still upload those pictures from your killer party, though.
1: <laughs> now, do you guys have your LinkedIn thing set so that you can see who's looked at your profile on LinkedIn? I have mine set so I know how many people have, but I don't know if I've if you you make can it do so that? that. You can do Well, you can make it so that you can see who looks at you, but that means that they can see that you've looked at them. Right.
2: So they did the thing that MySpace has been claiming that they, they'd be able to figure out for – like, remember when on MySpace, they would say, oh, figure out who looked at your profile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that LinkedIn like actually a... does it? Yes. Oh.
3: Who's still on MySpace? Chris. I think my account still exists. Yeah. But I've never... I haven't been on it in seven years, probably.
2: Yeah. Mine...
1: Yeah. I still have my page. I wanted to... I used... <coughs> before Tom. I had a blog, I used to do a lot of MySpace blogs. So I wanted... I was like... I wanted to get all of that writing... And so I had to go through a whole thing and like break back into my account and request it. And they said I'd get it in like 30 to 90 days or something maybe, but still waiting. All those words, lost. Mm. You know what's not lost? Um, <laughs> uh-oh. I don't know how to make this segue work. You know what's not lost? Um, Um, your Valentine's Day, if you send your sweetheart delicious Sherry's berries. Sherry's berries are so good. They're big, juicy, delicious strawberries dipped in all sorts of chocolate. There's milk chocolate with nuts. There's dark chocolate with chocolate chips. There's white chocolate with swizzle, which which happens to be my personal favorite. Although, I will, uh... I will make short work of all the berries. Uh, giant freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries, starting at just ninety nine. That's over forty percent savings. Or you can double the berries for just ten dollars more. You just need my code, best friend, when you order. Um, and they. Every year, I talk about them, and people order them, and then the feedback I get is that whoever the person ordered them for loved them, or I say just order them for yourself uh, because they're just that good. And Sherry's Berries, by the way, has all sorts of other stuff as well, um, not just strawberries. They have cheesecake, and they have dipped pretzels and uh, dipped cherries and all that. So if you do order them, though, uh, send me a tweet and let me know because they are really good. Um, here's I the ordered old-
3: them. You did? They're amazing.
1: They're yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they don't disappoint. No. Yeah. What's your favorite one? Uh, I, I prefer the strawberries. Just no, but I mean which kind of chocolate? Oh, oh. I like dark. That's the Dark good. chocolate gown. We, we could share a box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we, yeah. there'd be enough for all of us. They're
2: so good. I just thought the perfect treat. That I can uh, use for you to come to work earlier.
1: A Sherry's Berry? (laughs) A Sherry's Berry. That's right. Here's the only way to get this amazing Valentine's Day deal. Giant freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99 or double the berries for just $10 more. Visit berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in best friend. So once again, that's berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone and type in best friend Order today. Okay, thank you all so much for being on the show. If you're going to buy something, hey, thank you for having us. You're welcome. Appreciate Very it. considerate of you, Gary. Oh.
0: Wasn't well, that nice? <laughs> hey thank
1: guys. you. I'm just
5: kidding. <laughs> your
1: you're going to buy something on Amazon? Click through the banner on my website, AliceFromRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. We have a ringtone available. Hey,
5: hey, hey! Go fuck yourself.
1: You need this. You can get it uh, by searching "Hey, go fuck yourself" with your iPhone in the iTunes Store, and we have a special bonus episode available that we recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Matt Costa and Gary and Matt and Chris. You can hear the very first debate about butter sandwiches, <laughs> seminal butters, ground zero for. Is it okay to use ground zero figuratively these days? Probably not.
2: I'd I'd wait a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. Um
1: just the the beginning, the beginning, the inception of butter sandwiches. You can hear that.
2: For uh, for the record, I never said butter sandwiches were delicious. For that iTunes comment said that they're gross, so I lose too. No, I still win because they just exist.
1: Yeah, you're, you're really coming out mind. on top here. Take <laughs> that one. And you can get that. All of it's us. in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. It's $1.99. You need the bonus content. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. And for Matt, go to.
4: There will be This week's topic, there will be stand up. Had a buddy of mine who I've known forever talk about his first national tour doing stand up. And he also talked to me about um hallucinating on mushrooms while being a contestant on
2: The Price is Right.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good wow. episode. It
2: was a lot of fun. So uh yeah, there will be spoilers. Thanks. Chris? Um, check out well, because you guys are talking about Giovanni, Superfan Giovanni. Check out his superfan sidebar on AdamCurl dot com. He's starting to do it for Adam and Drew show as well. And uh, just really good summaries of all the episodes. And his Thanks. thoughts. Yeah.
3: Jenna. Uh, follow me on Twitter and vote for me on the new episode of Headline Punchline on Friday. How's that going? Really well. I've won four weeks in a row. Woo! It's amazing. You guys, you guys are amazing. You guys are
1: awesome. So awesome. And uh, if you have negative things to say to us about our discussion of um, Woody Allen and Dylan Farrow, I just want to say, <laughs> I'm sorry. And we look forward <laughs> to reading it. Oh, no. Something's going on. Gary. Okay, so Chris has removed his headphones. He Gary's upset. He Oh, Gary hates when he does that.
0: When I do that? No, I hate when Drew does it, but what, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> can you hear what he's saying?
2: No, he can't. Yeah, I can hear what he's saying.
1: How are you hearing it? Where is What's, it coming what, out of? I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of headphone leak that in I here. Gary <laughs>
2: um, No, I, I, I don't know. I didn't think I was going to. I need them on anymore. Were you going to say something? I only put them, I only wear them for you.
1: Yeah, that's true. He can hear the rest of us
2: play real fast and
0: loose with the microphones in there. You're taking your headphones off and putting them down on the table that there's five mics sitting on?
2: I didn't I didn't put them down because I lifted my arm. No, in the I air. I didn't put them down. Let's
1: Well, this is fun. Oh, this is but, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. I love
5: you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rose Show? I'll see
0: All.
1: Once again, this episode was sponsored by LegalZoom.com. Visit LegalZoom.com to save on your legal needs like wills for $69, LLCs for $99 plus filing fees, and also get access to a network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter discount code Allison for more savings at LegalZoom. That's discount code Allison.